So we stand by for the specials, some half a million of them. Then we see where we land. The Nats with ACT have 61. So we have the Port of Waikato anomaly to deal with and an overhang out of the Murray seats. Of course, incoming Prime Minister Christopher Luxon is with us. Very good morning and warmest congratulations. Thank you. What happened yesterday as regards the meeting? Where did we get? Well, look, I mean, really there's three things to do over the next three weeks. The first is we do have 570,000 special votes that need to be counted and there'll be a bit of dynamics, I suspect, in those that could be different or, or similar to what we've seen in the past. The second thing is I do want to get cracking on with building the relationship and starting conversations around arrangements with those respective parties. I am going to do that differently. I'm not going to do that blow by blow in the media as, as I've seen in previous elections. And the third bit is there has been, you know, there's quite a bit going on and there's been a good outreach from Chris Hipkins' government about making the transition smooth. Exactly what I was going to ask, because they're in Cabinet today. Yeah. Are you in contact and are you effectively running the country yet? No. Or but, in the loop? But effectively, when there's decisions that will need to be made and, and consultation happening, we will be feeding into that. And yeah. there's a good vibe so far. Very they're, much they're, so. They're not bitter? They're not... No, no. I mean, and we've uh, there was a very good handover over from Wayne Eagleson, Chief of Staff, from the key era into, into Jacinda's government. Uh, and there's a good commitment from both our teams to make sure that's very smooth and there's a sharing of information. As regards Winston, and that's how it should be, Okay, right? of course it should be. Uh, yeah. And as regards Winston Peter, and I, I won't bother you with the problem, but just let, just do you are you open to the view you could use him if he wants to be used, even if you don't need him? Well, look, I mean, again, it's a bit hard because those special votes are such a large quantum that we need to see what the final Well, that won't make any up. difference to the question, though. No, no, but so what I'm, I am, I'm, I've reached out to both parties and we've, we, we will be wanting to build that relationship and actually get going with some of those arrangements. Because I'm asking you about the key Maori party. It's, is, is this part Sorry, two, the, the key Maori party deal? The Maori party weren't needed. You brought them in anyway. Is that your thinking on Peter? Um, again, I would prefer to do it, as I've always said, in a coalition with uh, National Enact. I think that would be the strongest, you know, simplest way to do it. But again, you have to look at some numbers and say, okay. well, there's a special votes piece, there's an overhang piece, uh, how all that hangs together. But uh, what I want to do is be able to progress the relationship, at least progress arrangements. Uh, and we might move at different rates and different paces with respective parties, but actually um, want to get on with that. Okay, so, if, so we can say if he's not needed, he will not be part of the government. Uh, again, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, I'm really not because I, I want to be really clear. No, I, do, I don't want to get in a fight yeah. in your first day yeah, as yeah, Prime yeah, Minister, yeah, yeah. but I'm just, you're giving me two different answers. All I want to know is, and I don't want to know about negotiate. all I want to know is if he's not needed, will he not be part of the government as opposed to even if he's not needed, you'd bring him in anyway for numbers? Um, as I've said, my preference is to work with National Act. If we can do it alone, we will. Um, but as I said, I'd pick up the phone and we would work with Mr Peters and New Zealand First. I think we're looking at numbers as you look at special votes and overhangs that we're a bit uncertain as to where that all goes to. But I want to progress at least the relationship building and also the arrangements uh, with respect to parties. The talk so far with Act, have, would, how would you say they've gone well this uh, will be stitched well, together like I think, well. You know, we, we will work well with them, and I think you know, there's a lot that we can work through in the next three weeks with ACT. Yep. Okay. Uh, an early budget. Kelly Eckhold, who's with Westpac, he doubts you can do it before Christmas. You say what? Well, I think we're going, we're going to see a deteriorating economic set of circumstances. It'll be interesting to see what the inflation numbers look like uh, as they come through. There's talk that they might go up, um, but we'll see where that all goes. Yeah. Um, but look, our intention was to do an early budget um, as quickly as we could, just to quickly do a, a reset, make sure we know where the latest fiscals are actually sitting, uh, and then move forward on that So basis. you're still bullish on being able to do it before Christmas? Yeah, we'd like to. Yeah, we'd like to. Yep. Okay. So yep. inflation's going to be bad, and I can tell you that for nothing. The non-tradable yep. stuff is going to be above whatever the number is tomorrow. Yep. The, the, it's good. So how are you going to fix that? Well, again, it's getting to the underlying causes. That's why we've got to get into the wasteful spending because it's been the government spending of an 80% increase, as we talked about through the campaign, that's actually led to domestic inflation going up. It leads to higher interest rates. And so you've got to get into actually 
making sure we're actually pulling back that wasteful spending across the system uh, and not putting that cash into it. It's not just that, it's wages. How do you control, and you can't, how do you control wages? People can't afford 8, 9, 10% yep. wage rises. No, What no, are you going right. to do? Are you going to tell them not to? No, well, that's that's the challenge that you end up with inflation. That's why you've got to make those adjustments and you've got to go through that adjustment period and, and pull back that spending. That's the sad thing that could have happened two years ago and didn't happen, frankly. Yep. But now we deal with it because once you get inflation in a system, it has a whole bunch of ugly consequences that you're trying to wrestle with. Wage inflation spirals, exactly as you talked about. Um, you're dealing with um, higher interest rates as a consequence of it. So for us, it's get back to the causes of it. Um, we have to go through that government spending, uh, make sure that we pull that down, uh, get that right size, get that you know working in the right way, given all the waste that's been happening, get the waste out of the system, um, and then get the Reserve Bank focused on getting inflation back under 3% um, and, and keep working it and pushing that down hard. There's talk already there's going to be a lift in business confidence, lift in the housing market, lift in the mood of the country. Is that real, do you think? Um, well, I mean, there has been a lot of people holding off on investment because there's been so much uncertainty. And you know, if you think about it, if you're a small business guy wanting to grow your company, you haven't wanted to go spend a million and a half dollars on capital to, to make a new widget to send off to Australia or to an export market because you... The rules keep changing on you. There's a lot of red tape and compliance, and so you end up playing safe and, and not making those investments. The same's happened out on farm. You know, as a result, it's been a very unstable environment for farmers to work out what's happening and what rules are going to be hit with them next. So we have to work through removing the red tape. We have to work through removing the waste out of government spending, uh, and actually, you know, free the country up and and and, and get it aerated and get get people moving. How long can you keep saying these things without delivering them? I mean, right now, it's yeah, not well, your, it's not your fault. No, no, because no. You're well, not even in government. But at some yeah. point, when's the honeymoon over? And we'll, we'll, well I mean, I think once you once you once you've got the job formally, and uh, you know, you've got through the three weeks, and we've got through the specials, and we've been appointed, you know, then we go to work. I mean, but um. Yeah, and it is it is frustrating, you know, because you've but you, this is the system we have. This mm. is MMP. This is how the system works. Um, we have to respect those special votes. Five hundred and seventy thousand is quite a lot. Um, once that's clarified, once that's sorted, then we know how we're moving forward. You've sort of answered the question, but it will be different in government. So, in pulling the party together again, how are you going to discipline your ministers? Because well, you got you got a big caucus for a start, big and, caucus. You, and, and you got you would argue that at least a good chunk of them are inexperienced. Including yourself? Yep. Well, I mean, like we, we, but I just say I think we've got, um, you know, the way I'm doing it is I'm going to be very clear on those better public service targets and I hold the ministers and those agencies accountable for delivering for them. Um, and, you know, there'll be ministers that will certainly need support. Um, already in the last two or three months, I've brought in Bill English, Stephen Joyce, Wayne Eagleson to have sessions with our caucus about what the reality of going to government looks like. Uh, what what the how, how you actually work with the public service to get a result versus actually getting captured by the public service. So I actually want ministers to come to those jobs with clarity about what they're there to do. Um, if you think about people like Mark Mitchell, who's got a good read on police and corrections, um, you know Mark will have a good plan about the three or four things he's got to get going with very very quickly. Mm. It's about securing quick and early wins in that first six months um, in each of the portfolios. I think realistically you get to go with the two or three big structural strategic things uh, for the rest of the term and get those away and implemented well, uh, and then you set up again. When do you get on a plane? I'm going Offshore? Down, um, well, I'd love to try and get to APEC in particular. I'd like to think we can get some engagement through the Pacific Leaders Forum, but the frustration is it's now a three-week process, not a two-week process for the Electoral Commission to work through, um, and you know that's the 3rd of November, and then I think Pacific Leaders Forum's the 5th of November. But again, that's where the constructiveness between uh, Labour and outgoing government and, and our incoming government will be important.
Does it feel as good as you thought it would? Uh, to be honest, Mike, it's it's been such a job interview for two years, you know, and and, and you, I'm used to having real a real job uh, where you actually do stuff and you can actually make things happen. So that's actually the exciting part of it is actually this is what we came to do is to get a proper job so I can actually go to work and, and, and get things sorted, you know, and get into the issues and, and work my way through it. So that's the exciting part of it. Um, so no, and I and I honestly feel like we've just we've just lost so much confidence, and as we you and I talked before, and so you know that's the bit you want to catalyze and, and liberate people from, and, and get the, the 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 joint unhinged, you know, and get it moving. Exactly, go well, Christopher Luxon. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from six AM weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.